heard on WHUPLP, Hillsborough. Being Reasonable comes to you from the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsborough, North Carolina. Fasten your I'm Mark Solomon, and you are taking part in Being Reasonable, the weekly conversation show that focuses on how we've arrived on our steadfast views and our desire to know what is true. To participate in this friendly collaboration, all you need is respectfulness and an honest interest in the truth. We can all improve the way we form and consider our beliefs. And we can do so by being reasonable. One, two. On this week's show, we will speak with Bobby, an adult, and Eden and Sarah, two teenagers, about their beliefs surrounding gun violence. During the second half of our show, we will speak with Jean-Francois and his beliefs related to climate change. Hi, Bobby. Nice to see you. Hi, Mark. Do you happen to have a strong belief you wish to discuss? Well, when I thought about what I believe, I had trouble because there's so much that I used to believe that I don't anymore. And I truly believe that people have the right to be treated with dignity and respect and kindness. And I have beliefs about people having food and housing. And I think the political scene in our country has really concerned me about what I believe. And I keep coming up with what I don't believe. Well, what primarily then don't you believe? Well, one of the things that I think about is that I've always believed in the safety of being in this country, being in the safety of my home, and I don't feel safe anymore. I had a home invasion crime many years ago, and of course that was in my house, so I lost the feeling of safety right then and there, and it's still gone. Um, And I also don't feel safe in this country anymore. I hesitate going to large events with a lot of people. I wonder who's walking around with a gun. And I think the political climate in this country has made me feel definitely unsafe. I see. On a scale from, let's say, one to seven, how confident are you that your belief in that you don't feel safe in this country, uh, how confident are you in that belief is true. And on a scale from one to seven, how important is it to you in believing in things that are true? I think belief is related to trust. And you believe in things because you trust that they're going to happen. And when you're a child and you believe in Santa Claus and Santa Claus comes and you still believe in Santa Claus. Right. But if Santa Claus doesn't come a few times, then you don't believe. Okay. So how do you know this belief that you are not safe in this country? How do you know this belief is true? It's validated by all the events that happen. Children go to school and they're not safe. People go to um, concerts and they're not safe. People go to malls and they're not safe. 
So it's 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 just contradictory to what I learned growing up that we lived in a safe place, safe country. So when you're saying that you feel not safe, predominantly what you're saying is you're not feeling safe due to something like gun violence or something like that. Yes. Have you ever discussed this issue with someone who disagrees or sees it in a different way? Most people that I talk to agree with me. They feel the same way. So, for example, let's say, and I'm not saying this is the case, but let's say if someone walked into this room and said, hey, Bobby, I understand uh, that you have this belief that you're much less safe in this country than uh, you were due to um, increasing gun violence. But uh, I can show you statistics that say otherwise, that you're just as likely to be murdered in a public area now as you statistically as you were five years ago, something like that. Would that change your mind on that? Or would you still, do you think you'd still want, that you would still believe that? I would still believe that. It's like when people go on an airplane, the statistics are that there aren't going to be any plane crashes, that they're so rare. But a lot of people are afraid to go on a plane. I'm not, but a lot of people are because of the history of plane accidents. And statistics don't matter. I it, It's not necessarily logical thinking. It could be illogical thinking. But it's what I see happening in this country. Okay. And you can tell me all the statistics you want, but my experiences will tell me something else. And having my own experience of a home invasion crime certainly yeah. affects me. Sure. And so a lot of the beliefs that you have as a child and you grow up with those beliefs sure. and you get them from your family and you get them from society and then society changes. And right. so you have to reevaluate your beliefs. Are feelings the best way to know if something is true? No, they're just your own reality, your own truth. Right. You don't know for sure. I mean, this is just how you believe. If this turned out not to be true, if this turned out that gun violence hasn't increased recently, would that change your life any? Would it change how you act or anything like that? I think that it would. I would feel that I don't have to look over my shoulder when I go to a movie. I don't have to look for the exit um, and think where I would hide. If I go to the mall, I don't think about where I would run. But I do. I do think about those things now. Sure. And I've talked to many people who who think about it also. And it's just because of what's happened in our country. And when you get older, you hear all these crimes committed against older people and scams, and you get these things on your phone all the time. Mm -hmm. So even in your house, there's constant reminders of the fact that things are not as safe as they used to be. And that belief of safety is naive. What's a more important way to form a belief, your personal experience, or in this case, statistics on crime? I think more your personal experience um, but the statistics aren't just statistics. You're seeing television. You're seeing kids marched out of schools. You're seeing seeing it. So it's almost like a personal experience. 
Sure, and I understand that that seems to be a visceral reaction we mm-hmm. all have and we see kids hunker down in a school because of some terrible act of violence that's happening. What is the, a more reliable way to form a belief? Is it uh, from personal experience, watching television, getting the visceral reaction, or relying on information that is touted to be more objective? Well, I think you're taught your beliefs when you're growing up. You believe what your family believes until you're old enough to change those beliefs based on your own personal experience because everybody has a different experience. And when my parents taught me my beliefs, the world was a different world. It was, you know, a long time ago. And a lot of that doesn't even exist anymore. Um, Technology, New, uh, the news, the, you know, they didn't sit and watch television all day. They didn't have television. And when they did, it was a howdy doody. <laughs> right. So I think you learn your beliefs. And then when you're in a different generation and a different time, your beliefs have to change. If you have a belief that violence has significantly increases in public settings and gun violence and shootings in schools or other public places. And if someone sitting next to you, let's say Sarah, um, says that she believes the opposite, that gun violence has actually gone down and we're actually safer than we were five years ago. How, how do we know? How, how can we What's the most reliable way we can figure out the answer? To rely on other people who know more than I do about what the answer is. And that is the statistics. And that is the news. And that is the government. Um, you, You don't live in a vacuum. You have to hear what other people say and you have to you have to process it and incorporate it into your own system, your own belief system. And I would say Sarah is not very knowledgeable about what's going on in the world. Let's say you uh, came across a statistic that says, as a child, you are much safer from gun violence overall being at school than being almost anywhere else. If you came across a statistic like that, would that would you feel differently about the problem of gun safety in schools? I'm not sure. How is this conversation, would you say, different than other conversations you have? Um, It's different because it's not something I talk about very much. And people don't talk about this. We talk about more concrete subjects. And this is a feeling. And people don't talk readily about feelings. Yeah. But it's a really interesting subject to me. It's interesting to try to think about my belief system and what I believe. And this, and it's sad for me that I believe less. I can easily say what I don't believe any more than I can say what I believe. Yeah. And these are conversations that we just don't have with other people. Well, thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Mark. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. 
Two teenagers, Eden and Sarah, will discuss their beliefs on gun violence after this short break. I'm a gender fluid illegal. I've traveled all this way to come find you. I'm a gender fluid illegal. I've showed up at your door to make love to you. I'm a gender fluid illegal. Nice to meet you. Do you happen to have a strong belief you wish to discuss? 
Yes, I believe that there should be tighter gun restrictions in America. Okay. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that your belief is true? 6.2. Great. On a scale from one to seven, how important is it to you in believing in things that are true? Seven. Now, how do you know your belief is true, that we should have tighter restrictions on guns? Recently, there's been a large amount of gun violence in America and in other countries where they've put lots of restrictions on guns. There's been a lot less violence. How did you come to this belief, would you say? Recently, there's been a lot of uh, school shootings in America, and that's because even though it's legal for people to buy guns, there's not a lot of restrictions from preventing people to do so. Have you ever discussed this issue with someone who doesn't agree with you, who doesn't believe that there needs to be tighter restrictions on guns? I haven't had a lot of in-person conversations, but on social media, it allows for people to discuss their views. And I've seen a lot of people saying why we should not put reg regulations on guns. How important is this belief to you? I mean, do you think about it a lot? Do you think about it not too much in your daily life? It's very important to me because a lot of these mass shootings happen in schools, and I feel like it could happen to me if nothing's done about it. Yeah. Where are you learning about these incidences at school when they happen? Where, where, where are you seeing the information from? Where are you getting it from? I see it from social media, from news networks, and word of mouth. Yeah. Sounds like a scary thing. Do you feel like your safety is threatened when you're at school? Do you, do you feel unsafe or is that not coming to your mind? Uh, sometimes I feel unsafe. Um, a lot of my schools have classrooms and trailers, so anyone could just walk in there. And even though we do have security, it's very little. And it's hard to control over 2,000 students. And what grade are you in? I'm a senior in high school. Now, did you ever have uh, experience at your high school where there was a, a concerning incident that people had to do something about? We've had lockdowns when there's a threat in the area, but we've never had a shooter on school property. Right. Now, is it your belief that uh, this problem of gun violence um, and the need to have tighter restrictions on guns do you believe this has become more important over the last five years, less, less important? I think it's become a lot more important, especially with the political climate we're in. There's a lot of tension between certain groups of people, and people, I feel like, are more angry and more likely to want to participate in gun violence. Do you think that if they have done studies on whether there is more gun violence in schools? I think there has been research on it, especially compared to different countries. Like, in, I know in Australia, when there was a mass shooting, they put a lot of regulations on guns, and there's been a lot less gun violence. But I think the nation, well, the current officials and government right now don't want to do much about it because it restricts what they are allowed to do. Do you think you're uh, more safe at school or less safe at school as opposed to being in other places that you go to in public? I think I'm less safe at school because it's really hard to make sure that no one does have a gun because someone could bring it in uh, their lunch bag or their backpack, and it's really hard to tell. And there's 
a lot of places to walk in the school without uh, going to see a security guard before you walk in. Let's say Sarah is sitting next to you making up this name. And Sarah says, hey, Eden, I think that actually we're safer in schools than uh, from gun violence than we are in other areas of public life. And I think you're wrong. How can we decide who's right? Um, well, I feel like it would be kind of hard to decide who is right and who is wrong because maybe she lives in an area where, or goes to a school with a lot of security and isn't exposed to these type of actions. Well, let's say she goes to your school. Um, I would say I'm just, by observing other schools and seeing, like on the news, I feel like once a week or every few weeks, there's another shooting at a school. And I feel like it's only increasing. Like I know in 2017 and 2018, there were a lot of mass shootings at schools. So I think that provides enough evidence for my case. Your response is that you'd provide evidence yes. for that. And the way we could find out is we could add up maybe the number of people who were hurt in, sc in school shootings or... Yeah. Um, wouldn't that be a way we could do that? Yeah, that could be a way. And let's say we added them up. And let's say that it came out that, hey, um, you're not really more unsafe in school um, now than you were five years ago, and that you're actually maybe safer at school. Would you change your mind about how you feel about your safety at school or no? Uh, no, because safer doesn't necessarily mean safe enough. For example, if 200 people died one year and then 100 people died the next year, even though it is less, 100 people still did die. What should we be more concerned about? All the ways we can die or the few ways that seem that might impact us the most? Um, I think both are important, but especially with guns, it's such a easy thing, or not necessarily easy, but it is preventable, and it's not like with vaping or smoking. That's a personal choice, but with guns, innocent people are killed. What would you rather hold on to? The belief that you're less safe at school, or would you rather know the truth of whether you are more safe or less safe at school? Um, I would rather uh, have the belief because at the end of the day, it's what I think is right. And even if it's a matter of less safe, it can still happen to me. And I should always be cautious of that. Is it possible for someone to have a belief system, the way they believe something, and, and they become so confident in that belief system. They believe it so strongly that when they hear new information that it doesn't resonate with them because it doesn't fit with the belief that they have. Yeah, I feel like this happens a lot, especially in this fake news era. People are so set in believing their ways or just getting information from one source that's very biased and not listening to the other side. So they 
reject um, hearing other sides and things that could be true. Are you guilty of that or no? Uh, I try to read articles and watch news from lots of sources, but in my case, I don't watch Fox News because I feel like it's very biased, but I do watch and read articles from different news sources because I feel like it's the most um, accurate. Well, Eden, I really appreciate you talking with me. Thank you. Thank you you very much. How do you think this conversation went? I think it went well, um, learning more about truth versus belief and how it all plays a factor in my life. Now, when I asked you this, uh, when when we started, I asked you on a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that your belief is true? What would you say now? I'd say a six. All right. And then on a scale from one to seven, how important is it to you in believing in things that are true? Also a six. Well, Eden, thank you. And maybe you'll come on my show again sometime. I would love that. Thanks. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. Sarah will discuss her views on gun violence coming up next. Hi, Sarah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. On this show, we aim to examine the manner we use to form beliefs, more so than the individual beliefs themselves. Do you happen to have a strong belief in something you wish to discuss? Kids are, it's a weird time in high school. Like, I know kids that have lost their virginity and kids that haven't had their first kiss yet at the same exact age. It's like, right? it's crazy. Yeah. Do you believe that you have confidence that your generation will be able to take the helm from my generation? In what way? In do Every what? way. Like, take control of the country and make decisions and... No. Really? No, not okay. in the slightest. So it sounds like to me you're telling me that you feel like your generation is sort of screwed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So maybe that's the belief we're talking about. Yeah, unless we like go to Mars, you know, hmm. we're pretty messed up. And how'd you come about this belief? Well, I mean, it's like always just on the news. Like now scientists are like, we have 17 months left. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm literally in high school. I don't know what to do. And it's like, you know, it's, everything's kind of already in motion for destruction. And it's not like you can really ignore that at this point. And even if there are leaders trying to stop that with how the people in government, how government's set up, it's just not, nothing's going to happen. You know, we're all pretty screwed. Like, I don't, like, what's the, should I even, like, keep studying for high school? Like, we're all going to end in, like, two years, so, like... You know, unless they become, I don't know, what job would even be available? Like, I don't know. Do people still need lawyers when the the whole world is, like, underwater or something? I don't know. So when the apocalypse happens? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, 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 have you ever discussed this issue with someone who disagrees or sees it in a different way? Yeah. I go to high school, so they're always every single kind of kid around in my area. They're... They're kids that don't believe in global warming because, like, it was cold in Michigan yesterday. It's, like, (sighs) it's frustrating, but, you know, I just don't waste my effort with that. Well, that's a really good question. So how, if someone is, let's say, on the opposite side of the fence from you, and they're sitting next to you, and they're saying how, well, no, we're 
uh, we're not screwed. Our generation is actually going to make some great changes and we're doing great. And you're saying, no, that's not the case. How do we decide who, how do we decide who's making the best case here? Um, usually I would kind of agree to disagree, but what I would do, I'm, I'm kind of blunt, more realistic with how I see things. So if I were to like pick a winner, I guess it'd just kind of be on fact. Like I, I know a lot of people kind of like, they don't really change opinions that much, but I try and be open to, huh, maybe this can be in a different way. So really just what I see, what I hear. And so how you're saying that when you have two people of different opinions, then you sort of go to the facts. Yeah, because that's kind of just what matters in the end. I get that. Yeah. Now, are facts the most reliable way to believe in whether something is true or not? Yes. Like, I don't... I'm, I mean, with certain topics, I mean, stuff is purely opinion, but... I mean, when there are facts, they're facts. Like, I don't know how else to see it. Unless it's like a developing science. So it sounds like you're telling me the truth is not subjective. That truth can be... It's more... Well, it could, it could, you know. But with most things, I'm just a facts kind of person. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Have you ever been taught something that wasn't true? Yes. Uh, you know, just world keeps changing now people are i don't know it's weird people are like stop drinking milk you can't drink milk anymore which is like that's weird because i grew up like all the cartoons like you should drink one glass of milk a day right so you grew up in a time and i grew up in a time when people were drinking milk and then it came out that stop doing that drinking milk because of which is so weird it's like i wouldn't even think that would matter but like here we are like don't drink milk right it's yeah i guess also with I don't know, just, that's about it for me. I don't think I was necessarily taught things that were wrong purposefully, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, everything's just as it comes, as it goes, so. Sure. Yeah. If this wasn't true, for example, if, I'm not saying this is the case, if someone sidled up to you and, Gave you sufficient evidence to show you that, hey, we're actually doing doing much better than you think. And our generation is really, we're making some changes here. And if they gave you evidence that would be sufficient in your mind, would you change your belief on that? Absolutely. I'd love to believe that, you know, but with the facts I'm given, doesn't seem too realistic right now. So... Of course, I'd love to change my mind, but that's just not going to happen right now. Thank you. You're welcome. You are listening to Being Reasonable on WHUP. Jean-Francois will discuss his beliefs related to climate change after this short break. Some say that I'm hard to know You didn't know me a long time ago 
I was downcast You know I traveled every road to every town, I suppose But if there's one place I can't find, it's the past If suddenly I've disappeared, nothing to be feared I'm going back to Dundee by the North Sea If suddenly I can't be found No, I'm safe, safe and sound In the West End of Dundee Hi, Jean-Francois. Hi, Mark. Uh, do you happen to have a strong belief you wish to discuss? Yes, I happen I have a strong belief. And my belief is uh, that we need to be skeptical. Is there something that you are skeptical about that we can discuss? Yeah, for example, uh, climate change. Okay. And I don't say global warming. Okay. Uh, I say change right. because uh, I'm not skeptical on the fact that the climate change over the time. There is tons of evidence. Right. I remember when I was younger uh, doing some sailing in, in the Gulf of Morbihan in, in Brittany, France. Okay. And uh, seeing this um, um, prehistorical monument which was the shape of, a, of an eight. And the half of the eight was clearly under the water. That you, you couldn't see them even at, at the low tide. Okay. So one of my friends was an uh, archaeologist, and I asked her, how comes? Uh, because I didn't know that the, 
so, uh, as far as I knew, there never been a, a earthquake or whatever. And she explained me that when the uh, men who built this monument, right. uh, so at this time, the water was lower. lower. And I, I asked why, and, they, and she said, because it was colder. And so you, you have evidence all over the world. In, in US of A, 15,000 years from now, there was no people living in, in, in the Americas. They came because there was a warming, and they could go through the Bering Detroit. Uh, so you have all, all over the world evidence that the, the, the climate changed. So you do believe in climate change? In climate change, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, that's obvious. Oh, okay. But what I'm so what I'm skeptical is okay. that anthropogenic. Okay. Human climate change. Human climate climate change. Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. And 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 besides, uh, even the change, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily a warming, could be a cooling. I got you. Okay. So you have to narrow down uh, the definition to to be precise. And besides. Climate change is not pollution. Okay. Human climate change. I have some reason of questioning the theory, okay, right. or at least how it, it's set up by the IPCC, you know, uh, International Panel of Experts uh, on Climate Change. Uh, but pollution, that's obvious. I mean, uh, the human activity is polluting and affecting our health. Or a way of life, yeah. Sure. So, on a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that your belief is true? By definition, I, I'm skeptical even on my own belief. Okay. <laughs> so I would say it's it's just it's more. Uh, I, I believe that you we have to be skeptical to question every theory whatever religious, climate change, uh, political, that we are presented. How confident of this specific belief, uh, anthropogenic uh, climate change, are you, uh, like this specific belief? Are you, would you be a, a four, as be halfway, or would you be higher? Oh. I'm, just, I'm just trying to get your sense of how you feel about this. So uh, I, I would say five, five going to six, because the more I dig in, in and I'm not a scientist, but right. I just go on the internet and I try to understand w what is presented to me sure. or to us. I mean, it's available for anybody. You just have to spend time. But uh, I'm more and more uh, convinced that uh, global climate change right. and, uh, is, 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 uh, is not human. Uh, on, a, on a scale from one to seven, how important is it to you in believing things that are true? I, yeah, it's important. Yeah, It's important, so I would say seven. Okay. But it's also it's important to, uh, to, tell, to, to, to tell things that are true. Uh, right. Because it's, uh, you're going to lose your credibility if you don't. You have to be square, to have strong evidence right. when you say something. If you don't know, you have to say, I don't know. We don't know. But, for example, the, uh, we, so the, the, the big argument for the, for, for the uh, people who believe in global warming is 97% of the scientists mm -hmm. believe, uh, believe in. 
even uh, President Obama, which I, who I respect and uh, admire, even uh, told these uh, figures one day. Ninety percent of the scientists believe in. In fact, it, it comes from a study, and uh, I have the reference. Uh, I mm -hmm. can uh, prove you <laughs> and show you the. It, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's it, it goes against the data they found, and in fact, they found that sixty uh, more or less sixty six percent of the scientists believe in the global warming on a different meaning of global warming because the study was made, was made on 20 years almost. So okay. the definition of global warming varied okay. over the time. And, and uh, only 2% uh, denied it. And the, the, the rest, more or less 30, uh, a third, didn't know, were skeptical. So they eliminate the skeptical. So leave you with... The the the, the, skept, uh, the, the the partisan of the global warming, okay? Okay. People who say yes, it's true, and the opposant who are the two two percent. So the sixty six percent became ninety seven because you eliminate the people who say I don't know. Right. Okay. So so in fact, it's you, you should say sixty six uh, two thirds of the scientists. Believe in climate change, in global uh, anthropogenic global uh, warming, which is completely different than ninety-seven percent. Now, if just perchance, I'm not saying this, yeah. but if someone were to come into this room and they would say, "Hey, Jean-Francois, mm -hmm. you are this. You're reading the study wrong, and it's because you should be reading it this way." And if they could somehow convince you that you were reading, if they could convince you you were yeah. reading it incorrectly. I'm open to that. Yeah. You would be open to that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, uh, every, so my, my strong seven point belief is that we need to, to question everything, even uh, my, my approach of this 97%. Why not? Right. But what I don't accept if you say uh, to me, no, you're wrong. Right. You're wrong on shut up or shush. <laughs> right. Sorry, pardon sure. my French, because that's not an argument. It's 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 a, it's a barking. It's a, right. But if you come with a strong argument, why not? Yeah, sure. Sure. So it seems like you'd be open. Oh yeah. To someone, yeah. you know, having alternate views. Now, how did you you came to this view about? Um, uh, your belief by reading, by hearing other people talk about how how did you how did you come about about this? Belief? Well, it's a long a long uh, process. I mean, I I grew up in, in France. Uh, I, I mean, I woke up to the political uh, mm -hmm. the, the debate or the thinking. I would say in the seventies, and back then uh, it was very antagonist. So you have you had the Marxists who had a strong. Uh, Belief, uh, you have the anti-Marxist who had strong belief, and everything collapsed. Right, and and uh, I mean all this theory uh, collapsed. So I, I and 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 I saw the the, you know, when people are have strong belief, they tr tend to impose you your belief. So it's mm -hmm. either to shut you down. I mean, you cannot talk because you're a bad anti-communist, uh, primary anti-communist, right. they're going to say, uh, 
well, you cannot talk because, uh, I don't know, you, sorry, yeah. you cheat on your wife. Mm -hmm. So if you cheat on your, or you didn't pay your tax mm -hmm. last year, so you, 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 you cannot talk. This kind of stuff. So, so how the, the people with strong belief try to frame your mind. Right. And if you don't fit in, in this frame, they try to, 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 so uh, to shush you and uh, I mean uh, we just came out uh, from Second World War where you could be killed for or the Russian dictature or yeah. I mean there was tons of dictature would kill you. My belief now is that there is no or way less dictature than there used to be back then. Dictator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. But now it's soft dictator. So for example. This shift in meaning, so the shift from skeptical to negationist, mm -hmm. it's not random. It's a way to, to, to make you shut down. And, uh, and also, I even heard somebody tell me, hey, if you are global warming skeptical, right. you must be also Holocaust denier. I see. And right. So there is no, nothing in common. So yeah, I think I think I see where you're coming from. I think where you're coming from is that you, we need to be skeptical about a lot of things, yeah. And that being skeptical isn't necessarily denying something that's going on; no. it's demanding evidence for something that exactly. you believe. Yeah. If you're very skeptical, if you're extremely skeptical about different things, what is a reliable way of figuring out what is true? So, I mean, we are lucky because we, we don't have to leave your, our house, go to a library. On a, I mean, you, you have a, a, an access to a, a huge number of information. Right. You just have to select what you think are accurate and what you think are not, which is a hard job. But once you, 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 you get used to that, so you have several... Uh, way to qualify your, your, your source, I mean, uh, from accurate to non-accurate, mm -hmm. uh, you can be wrong also, you can mm -hmm. mess up, uh, right. happen. Uh, and, but uh, I mean, the more I dig up this uh, anthropogenic uh, global warming uh, stuff, I would say, the, the more I, I, I learn and, uh, and the more I know and the more I can go back on information that I previously found and I can look at them with different, uh, another angle. Right. So it, I, I mean, the, so to answer your question, is you have to spend time. If someone, you know, laid out data uh -huh. for you to say, like, this is, you know, temperatures are rising, uh -huh. uh, and due to our carbon dioxide uh, increases, and this is why, and how it's related to human and industrial age, and and they could lay that out, and you could. And you were, and they could show you evidence to the contrary of what you believe. You would change your mind. You'd be satisfied, and you would change yeah. your mind if someone. Yeah. Not saying that's the case, but if, yeah, if no, someone could course, do that. Yeah, yeah. So if you thought, okay, maybe yeah, this yeah. is the case that maybe yeah. humans are causing climate change, would your would your life change any? Would you would you live your life any differently? Would you? Was there any stake? Do you have any stakes in the game? Won't affect my lifestyle. So you wouldn't you wouldn't live your life any differently if humans were no. causing climate change no. or if they weren't ca causing climate no. change. I mean, I, I don't think it's uh, we, we're going to see a, a big change in our lifetime. Humankind going to adapt. 
my lifetime won't, is not long enough, ours is not long enough to see this change. Oh, that we would be able to adapt to Yeah, yeah, sure. We already change. did, yeah. Let's say there was a scientist in the room and the scientist yeah. said, you're never going to be close to 100%, but the goal of science is to figure out what is true. That's the stated goal. And to, um, and if it's not true, to be able to falsify that, to show it's not true. I, I would, so, so first people are not necessarily lying. If I show you 20,000 years of, of data or 150 years, it's not the same. Even mm -hmm. though the, you have the same last 150 I, years. I understand. I understand. You, you see, so the way you present, sure. the way you choose your period, the way you choose your origin, and it's available in, in politics, if you see... But what I'm saying is I think, you know, people have different agendas, I understand, but I yeah. think... I think you know, most, let's say, climatologists or any science, scientists in any field would say, and I'm not trying to speak for scientists, but that the goal is to get to a truth, whether it's 150 years or it's 1,000 years, the goal, the goal yes. is to know what is true and to eliminate what is false. Okay. The problem is that uh, you, are, you don't have science without political. And the first level of political is the money. If you are a scientist, you have to be funded. And who's going to give you the money? Politicians. Or people who have an agenda. It can be the Koch brothers or people like that. But today, for example, if you study, let's say, the reproduction of the squirrel in Alaska, if you go to a committee to get money, they're going to say, okay, it's boring. Uh, Okay, probably you won't get a lot of money. Now, if you ask money for the reproduction of the squirrels in Alaska in the condition of global warming, you're going to get money. You see what I mean? So, of course, the, 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 the scientists are not pure spirits. I mean, uh -huh. they have an agenda. They can are greedy. They can be greedy for power, for fame, mm -hmm. for... Uh, Whatever reason, they are not. And, and I'm, I come from a, a family of scientists. I mean, my father was a professor at the university in physics, mm -hmm. and, and even he presents himself as a pure uh, researcher, just motivated by the truth. I mean, he has to, to deal with, with a, a competitor who's jealous of him or, or money or politician who's going to give him fund. I mean, it's not... Uh, so, so if everyone has uh, an agenda yeah. and uh, even scientists who are doing yeah. what's so-called pure research, doesn't how, how, how can we know anything? That exactly, it's not comfortable to, to doubt. But how, how do I mean? I mean, it's just a serious question. No, 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 no. How do we? How do we know? How no, can it's, we it's, have it's, trust in anything if that's that, that's case? why a lot of people are happy to believe in global warming. I mean, anthropogenic global warming because the some people don't worry, trust us. But but how how do we distinguish what's between what's true and what's not true? How can we do that? That, that's not easy. No, that's that's very difficult. And but but there, there is. I mean, it, my, my process, intellectual process, is to start layer by layer. 
But so, how how is your process, which is a and I'm trying I'm just really trying to understand, which is you're one person, a very bright person, obviously, who's trying to understand what's the information that's out there. Yeah. How are you better sifting through that information than and if you're sifting through information that is all of it's biased, then what's mm-hmm. the point of sifting through that information to begin with? Because, uh, well, that's my pet theme, I would say. My, my uh, obsession is, is to understand what's happening. Okay. Right, but you're but you're presumably you're sifting through scientific studies, right? Yeah, but it. I mean, I have a PhD in uh, common sense, <laughs> if I can say. Well, to start with, so give you an example. The first layer to me, and I already talk about that, is the precision of the tools. Well, I understand, but so okay, I'm just I'm trying to understand your thought processes. Yeah. And so you're so you're saying that it's more you have a PhD in common sense that you have a a cynical mind, a way to look at information. Yeah. And is it, can people be mistaken about the way they go about, is it possible for people to be mistaken about the way they go about acquiring information? Is that, is there, is that possible that someone could be wrong about that, even though they believe that's the way they're going about is true? I'm not saying you specifically, but just anybody. Well, uh, so, um, I'm, I'm more in the, pro, uh, I mean, my, 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 it's more questioning. So, so you, I'm, I'm addressing the, the scientists, for example, you tell me that the, the global warming is 0.8 Celsius. How, how, right. do you, how do you come there? How, how do you find out? Right. Okay. Explain me. And, and I'm less, and I'm less, I'm less concerned about the individual belief that we're talking about. I'm more, I'm more, I think where I'm trying to lead this conversation is more yeah. how the manner we acquire these beliefs, the manner we, is the, is the way we use to acquire a belief a reliable way to acquire that belief? And that's my question. No, I mean, uh, you, you, you cannot be sure. I mean, I'm a forever uh, explorer of, of, the, of, of this series. I mean, right. uh, it's endless because... Uh, I discover on the way that uh, science—it's—it's not, you know, it's—it's uh, it's theory, a lot of theory, and and uh, there is few theory that we can be sure of, like gravity or, uh, uh, I mean, every theory is questioned over the time. You can and that that is the, elaborate, seems to be the nature uh, of science. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 along with what we were talking about before, is that. Science, uh, there may be a prevailing theory, yeah. and whether it's gravity or expansion of the universe mm-hmm. or uh, anthropogenic climate change, and you actually get double points if you can show the rest of your colleagues that they're wrong, mm-hmm. and you get quadruple points if you can show that you are wrong. More to the point, it's not really showing other people who are right or wrong, it's really more getting to setting up a study that gets to what is true. Mm-hmm. Right? In theory, yeah. You, you can approach, but I mean, um, 
you have to admit that science, human science, even mm -hmm. uh, I mean, never been so great as today. We, we uh, today, a student in in high school know more than Einstein because it's a cumulative process. Mm -hmm. Each generation uh, learned what the next, the, the previous generation uh, right. knew. So, uh, but we have to admit that we don't understand everything. We, we cannot explain everything. You, you think, so some people uh, develop a theory. This theory is very seducing because uh, it seems to explain the universe or part of the universe. But uh, maybe in two generations, they're going to laugh at this uh, theory because mm -hmm. uh, in the meantime, they would have discovered, the technology would have evolved, uh, new discovery, uh, a genius like Einstein. Sure, things, things can change so, in the future and we can be wrong. Yeah. And I guess, but what is the most reliable, I guess one of my question is, what is the most reliable, at this time, yeah. what's the most reliable way we have to figure out what is true and and then what how we should live our lives well the first level is to question if you don't question right. you won't find so that's right. why and I, I i come back on my feet sure. skeptic season be, be skeptical is is, is uh, the 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 either quality every scientist who make a major discovery mm -hmm. had to be skeptical sure. of the the, of the previous the previous theory one question i have is is it possible to question ideas or question thoughts to the extent where you've questioned them so much, mm -hmm. no matter what the idea is, yeah. um, whether it's you know climate change or anything, is it possible to question things to the degree where it's difficult to distinguish um, true ideas from false ones? Hmm. Yeah, I would say probably, yeah. yeah. Hmm. yeah. How so? And, uh, yeah, no, there, and, and uh, every, I mean, uh, first, I'm not a scientist, I'm a finance mm -hmm. guy, so uh, my, my knowledge is science, so I, I would reach this point very easy, uh, because, uh, but even for a scientist, I mean, uh, yeah, I think, uh, and that's, that's why it's not comfortable. It's like, uh, you know, uh, I was, I'm, I'm atheist, okay, so um, I was uh, listening at someone who was, uh, was a uh, faith mm -hmm. and, and uh, was sure, that, and, and I was thinking to my, and I saw these people happy, right. this person happy, and I was, I was jealous of, of her ability right. to feel, uh, to be filled by certainty, if you want, mm -hmm. when I just have doubt, and it's 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 scary doubt because I would like to. to I mean, it's it's more comfortable when you have, uh, you know, belief, strong belief, and uh, you don't question them. And and and, and uh, yeah, it's it's not comfortable to to be skeptical. Well, Jean Francois, this has been a fascinating conversation. Thank you. Thank you. From the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina, I'm Mark Solomon, and you've just listened to another episode of Being Reasonable. Questions? Thoughts? Connect with us at beingreasonableshow.com. See you next week.
104.7 FM.